Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Resource Officer. I am Officer Maui. Today, or this week, I want to talk about The Resource Officer, Inc. We're having some questions on what is it, what are we doing, and what are our plans, and I'm about to explain all that. So, last year, I started the Resource Officer podcast, and this year, I wanted to uh, kick it up a notch. So, we actually went through the Secretary of the State, and I made it an incorporation. So, we are now known as the Resource Officer, Inc. We're a domestic nonprofit um, company. So, it's not just Officer Maui thing anymore. Now, it's an everybody thing. So nonprofits, the way they work, they're run by boards. So it's not just me, although I am the president, um, I do have an executive board that makes the decisions together, collectively as a team. So what we are is a nonprofit organization created to help the youth within the community by developing leadership and strong, healthy relationships through community service and activities. So our mission is that um, we exist to cultivate the inherent and often unrealized value and worth of young people, to assist them in striving to perform to their fullest potential and live their lives to benefit those around them by achieving that potential. See, working as a resource officer, I get to see a lot of things, get to know the students in a lot more personal um, aspect and see what their goals are. And it's just interesting to see, you know, where their mindset is at, at the different levels uh, uh, and grades um, that go along with their ages. So um, I wanted to be able to help further that. So the schools, they teach educational stuff, obviously, right? Uh, you know, your math, your English, everything else, and whatever pathway they're trying to do. And uh, I wanted to do something for them, too, that the schools don't teach. And you know, as well as I do, you know, there's some jobs that focus more on particular subjects than others. But there's students out there that can't or, or don't have the opportunity to be exposed to the different workforces and, and things. Now, I do know there's some schools that try to do that. Um, the whole career fairs, they got certain clubs, but I wanted to be able to provide something with the resources and the experience that I have um, within the community to help expose them a little more. So, it's all for the betterment, empowering of the youth and I think this is going to be a great thing for them because it's literally going to be ran by them for them and I'll explain why so we have values just like everything else um, and any other uh, corporation so we believe in collaboration cooperation and teamwork we also work as partners, colleagues, and team members of youth-oriented services 
to help young people achieve their best possible outcomes. We value the known and unearthed excellent potential of the youth. Some of them don't even know uh, what they're capable of yet because they've never been pushed to that limit or they've never been tested to a certain point, you know. Um, and and that's what one of our values is, is to, to help unearth that that hidden potential within them. But every child deserves an opportunity to stand firm and persevere for the valued highest possibility of a successful future and a support system and to provide professional mentoring programs to the youth from K to 12th grade. Now, our purpose is to provide membership to a club of motivated and dedicated youth who want to change their lives and the lives of others. To provide community service hours, develop leadership and life skills, organize fundraisers and community events, provide scholarships and assistance to further youth education and success, and team programs that focus on building the skills necessary to move into the professional employment and become independent post high school. And it's also to provide group and individualized professional mentoring to align each participant with a volunteer opportunity, an internship or part-time job that will assist them along their professional journey. See, I come across students that they don't know what they want to do. They want to go to college. Some want to go to trade school. Some don't want to continue any education. After that, some just want to get certifications. Well, uh, the resources that we're providing and we try to develop in our programs to help these the youth is to provide them with one of these things, either volunteer opportunities, an internship, or a part-time job after school to kind of learn the trade. Or um, get some type of experience if they're undecided in college what, what they want to major in, right? But the point is to, to start programs for the youth in the community during school breaks. Um, these are going to be, this is why it doesn't interfere with their school at all, but it'll give them something to do during the breaks, um, full of activities and everything's about self-improvement, self-empowerment and, and having fun too. So the programs consist of either daily or monthly sessions focused on building skills, exploring new passions and supporting youth through personal hardships. The opportunity, they'll, they'll also have the opportunity to start and continue the resource officer programs wherever their goal and success takes them in life. So yes, it's a nonprofit. Yes, it's an incorporation, um, but it's also a social club. So we'll have the membership and I'll explain how that process works here in a minute. Um, but there's benefits and advantages to these memberships. But as everything else, we are uh, governed by bylaws, 
All right, these are rules and regulations, policies, duties, procedures. All right, and uh, we have to provide something uh, to get the nonprofit going. And currently, it's 19 pages. Seems like a lot, um, but a lot of it breaks everything down to you. So that way, you know, you understand what's going on and anybody can pick it up, read it and be like, okay, well, this is what my responsibility is um, as an individual, as a team and as a member. Right. So it governs our responsibilities to us as an organization and to the community. Okay, and I'm going to get to that and to the community part later. But we have a hierarchy. Right. I'm not talking like kings and queens, but, you know, um, there there is a hierarchy with a specific purpose. So the hierarchy is the executive board. We are the foundation right, of of this nonprofit. And as we grow, you know, uh, with the different membership and, and the amount of members that we have. Um, is going to be a progressive corporation, nonprofit. So right now, there's me as, as the president. Uh, I have a vice president. You can go on the website and uh, be able to see pictures and stuff at the resourceofficer.com. Um, we have a secretary. We have a treasurer. There's a safety officer. We do have a webmaster. Um our event coordinator and logistics officer are pending because they are waiting to see what colleges they get accepted to because they're committed, but they want to be able to be around to see this um, nonprofit club grow. Okay. So if you notice when you go to the website that everybody's pretty young and that that's for a reason. Right, so the executive board is going to be made up of either high school seniors or or grads, but you got to be 18 years of age or older. And the only reason for that is because sometimes you got to sign documents that you know you got to be of legal age without needing parental consent and, and things of that nature. So the idea behind the executive board is to have at least half of the executive board adults with specific experience Um, or it could be like how it is now where there's six youths either high school seniors or recent grads and they all have specific interests in what they want to do later on in life So they chose positions that would kind of help gear them towards learning that. But at the same time, they're showing leadership by example because they are going to be upper management, so to speak, in the membership roles as, as I break this down. So you have your board members, right? President, vice president event coordinator, logistics officer, safety officer, the secretary, treasurer, and the webmaster. So that is the top of the hierarchy of the membership or chain of command or 
um, however you want to classify it. So we have different levels of membership and there's different levels of responsibility. So after we have the board members, we're going to have some active members. All right. Now we got road captains, safety captains, logistics specialists, administrative specialists, and then a support captain. And this can be one, two, um, or however many people we need uh, as far as the executive board to be active members. Now, for these positions, it's freshman year of high school to seniors. And yes, we can have adults if, if they choose to, to go that route, but it's got to be at least freshman year um, or older. And the reason being is because the executive board has majority of them are seniors or recent grads. They're going to learn their job and their roles according to the bylaws, but they're also going to learn their leadership and management skills by mentoring and leading the active members. So in the future, let's say the executive board members uh, move on to other things. And like I mentioned before, no matter where their success and, and careers take them in life, they're able to take the resource officer with them. So let's say the executive board members uh, all leave, right? All the seniors and, and uh, the recent grads, they leave, they go different states. Well, now they can start their own chapter of the resource officer, right? They can have their own executive board and their own Nonprofit, basically, to continue doing what we're starting to do now. Right now, the bylaws still govern them the same. You know, then it's not like an independent thing. We're all collectively growing together. Well, they decide to do that. That's going to leave some board member positions that need to be filled. Well, the active members, as they get older and become seniors and 18 years of age, we hold elections where and and votes, basically, um, to put those individuals into executive board members, and that way it gives them a chance to move up, learn how everything works, so that way, no matter where their life takes them, they can continue with this if they so choose, please, right? So, we got board members, we got active members, then we got associate members. Now, associate members are middle schoolers, middle school age, right? You have road guards, you got uh, safety guards, you got um, administrative associates, uh, you got uh, logistics coordinator, okay? So these can be however many we need as well. Right. Or however many the active members need. So when we start running programs and events, the active members receive the plan from the board members. All right. And then they start formulating their team of associate members. So now the active members 
are being the leaders and the managers, okay, of and the mentors of the associate members. So they're also leading by example because they're basically teaching what they learn in their active member status to their associate member status. Um, so now associates members have their own regulations and their own um, requirements, but they're learning. So as they get older and they start moving into high school, they can go from associate member to active members, all right, and then from active members to board members. So it's like a trickle effect, all right. That you you. The way I was trained in the military, in the Marine Corps, was you always train and work for the rank that you want to be. So, I always went with the rank above me. So, if I was a a corporal and I wanted to be a sergeant, well, I started training and, and doing what a sergeant does so that I can learn that position, that leadership, so that one day when I get to that point, I'm experienced enough, or it makes me even more experienced. See what I'm saying? So that's that's what we're developing here. So there's also a chart on the website where you can see um, who falls under what and why they have these specific roles. So the event coordinator the logistics officer and the safety officer are kind of like one team, right? They govern or manage and mentor the logistics specialist, the road captain, and the safety captain on the active member level. So if you notice, you got a safety officer and you got a safety captain and then you'll have a safety guard. Then you'll have a logistics officer as the executive board. Then you have a logistics specialist on the active member. And then you'll have the logistic clerk as an associate member. Okay. So these are people who are, are individual youth that are trying to figure out what they want to do. So we kind of made it broad. You know, logistics can cover a lot of stuff. Um, safety can cover a lot of stuff. You know, fire, fighters, law enforcement officers, paramedics, things like that. And we also have the secretary and the treasurer, which then there's going to be admin specialists um, and then administrative assistants at, at the middle school level. So... Depending which route you want to go, you know, you're looking at accounting stuff, uh, you're looking at more um, office management type stuff. So this is the purpose of of this group. Now, obviously, there's thousands and thousands of careers, but I wanted to kind of narrow things down and to be able to run the corporation and build a strong foundation. But at the same time, this is not going to limit to what they're going to learn because during the process we're going to be holding classes and seminars where we bring in professionals um, to talk about their careers and they're able to answer questions and 
get to experience what these professionals in the different uh, career fields that they have learn. And see, and these classes are going to be geared more towards memberships. So the members will have more access um, at, at starting. And then eventually, if we we're able to make it happen to the general public. Okay. And then you'll see at the bottom of the hierarchy that there's going to be support members. Now, support members are, they don't have the requirements and the responsibilities of associate members, active members, or the executive board. These are positions geared towards the kindergarten to fifth grade who just, you know, going to dabble in the uh, functions and the events little by little, and then as they're able to help. They're still part of the membership in the club um, and they're still able to participate in the events and, and things of that nature. But at that age, they're just learning, you know, specific tasks. We give them responsibilities, um, but we don't hold them to the requirements as the other members do. So membership. Membership in the resource office is open to all upstanding citizens, regardless of age, who have been sponsored by a member in good standing. Now, all members will be required to comply with the bylaws and all future amendments. There are requirements, though. So, first of all, an an upstanding citizen will be defined as a fellow citizen that obeys the laws and respects the rules and guidelines put forth by society and the state. All right. Then this person is also very helpful with a reputation for honesty, strong morals, and good character. They need to have no conviction or criminal record for any child-related crimes, for obvious reasons, we're dealing with the youth, all right, and then no conviction or criminal record for any violent felony crimes, you know, and I'm talking like aggravated assaults and, and things of that nature, okay, so upstanding citizens, definition, so to apply applicants uh, for active membership, in the resource officer must be the upstanding citizen I was talking about, as defined above, who possessed the highest moral and ethical values, uncompromised integrity, and character. All prospects for membership must be sponsored by an active member in good standing. All members will pay yearly dues for the good of the organization as a whole. Now, there's going to be, eventually, if we have chapters, we'll have a chapter executive board. Um, But in this case, right now, since we're starting, the executive board will decide on the dues, and dues are not refundable. You have to have a certain level of commitment. We don't want just anybody to participate. So all members are encouraged to attend as many events as possible. But in order to maintain continuous membership in the resource officer, uh, each board member must attend a minimum of three meetings per year, participate in at least 
50% of the events and fundraisers for that year and keep current with their monthly or yearly dues. You got to be 18 years of age or older to be a board member. Now, each active member has the same requirements. The only difference is, is that it's from ages of 15 years or older to however old. Okay. Associate members, same requirements as active members and board members. All right. Except it's for 12 years of age or older. And then finally, we have our support members, which is for any person who would like to be a member for support without needing to meet the requirements listed above. So it'll be kind of hard for elementary students to kind of meet the requirements for associate members, active members, and and board members, obviously. So um, this is where they would fall under. Or any adults or, or middle schoolers or high schoolers that just don't have the time or unsure if they're ready to commit to that type of commitment as an associate member, active member, well, they would fall under support members, all right? Because there's no age limit there, all right? And the executive board will consider, they'll vote and decide the circumstances for this, this status, okay? So the fine print. All right, this is the, the part of the stuff I was going to talk about earlier, where members are expressly prohibited from participating in criminal activity. Yes. All right, so the executive board reserves the right to exclude any member from maintaining membership if deemed their activities are unacceptable or whose objectives and philosophies are contrary to the beliefs or the objectives of the resource officer. So at this point, as a membership and club, they all, everybody's representing the resource officer. We're supposed to be upstanding citizens, future leaders of our community and society. We need to police our own, okay? Um, Members who see other members Participate in criminal activities needs to get brought up, you know, because we don't want that kind of reputation, right? You don't want that kind of reputation. And this is how companies are, you know, you represent a company by wearing their uniform. All right. You are now, if you're doing bad things, you are now that representing that company because you're wearing their uniform and doing what they do. Even in uniform or out of uniform, okay? Prohibited from participating in criminal activity, period. Members who are nominated for membership must have a recognized and established history of active support for their community, its citizens, its first responders, military, veterans, and other organizations who support, protect, and provide for this community. Okay, because these are people who are there to help make the community a better place. So you got to be part of that as well. So that's the fine print. If you have any questions on anything that I have spoke about, 
um, or need to know more details about, you can go to the resourceofficer.com. Okay. Uh, make sure you put the resourceofficer.com because if you just put resourceofficer.com, it's not going to come up. But um, the resourceofficer.com, and you can read the bylaws, it's up there. You can read our mission statement, you can read the purpose and our values. You can see about the membership and the different levels and things of that nature. Uh, this is supposed to be something good. It's a nonprofit by the youth for the youth. All right. And as we make this thing grow, uh, only thing that can come out of it is positive and good things. All right. And, and as a, a, an outlet for the youth, give them something to do during the breaks also. You know, this is not just for at-risk youth. This is for everybody who's, who's willing to make some type of commitment to improve themselves and, and empower themselves and learn something and get some type of guidance and experience for life after high school and college. Okay. But that's my time. Thank you for joining me this week. Just check out the website. Think about it. Um, you can request information on the website if you're interested and somebody will reach out to you. Um, but until next week, happy Thanksgiving. Love yourself. Love everyone else. Care for yourself. Care for others. All right. Be thankful for everything you have this week. Um, it is Thanksgiving. And I will see y'all next week. Adios.